baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Murder trial opens for ex-cop in George Floyd case. The video is the proof. Progress on that wedged ship in the Suez. Dislodged from the shore and back in the water. Deadly southern flooding. More than seven inches of rain over the past 48 hours. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Opening statements begin today in the much-anticipated murder trial of Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer. Video of his knee on George Floyd's neck fueled last year's widespread protests. Here's CBS's Jamie Ucas. From an afternoon protest outside the courthouse prayer vigil Sunday night. The demand for justice in George Floyd's death continues more than 10 months later. For the first time in Minnesota, a case will be televised and live streamed for all to see. Minneapolis attorney Joe Tamburino. Have you ever seen a trial like this? Never. I mean, we have walls, we have fencing, concertina wire, National Guard, police. It's a little unnerving. The prosecution is expected to rely on the video footage of Chauvin kneeling on Floyd's neck while the defense will argue the fentanyl found in Floyd's system, along with his underlying health conditions, contributed to his death. Floyd's brother, Falonis, tells CBS this morning he expects Chauvin's attorneys to try to gain the upper hand. They're going to try to assassinate his character, so I'll be in there and George, he will be with me. I just want to thank all the protesters for going out, fighting through a pandemic with COVID out. Uh, They put their lives on the line for what was right. Overseas, there are new developments in the story of that huge grounded cargo ship blocking the all-important Suez Canal. CBS's Charlie Daggett. In the early hours came a breakthrough. Cause for celebration, tugboat crews sounding their horns. The Goliath ever given, the length of the Empire State Building had finally broken free. Ten tugboats and a full moon high tide helped shift its backside off the shoreline. Progress. After extensive push-and-pull maneuvers, officials say they finally moved the back of the ship off the canal's bank, more than 300 feet back into the water. But the front of the ship remains wedged in the bank. Back here at home, torrential rain in the Nashville area. Roads and homes are flooded. There have been rescues and at least four deaths. The torrential rains in Tennessee left people stranded in their cars. Nashville fire crews also made at least 130 rescues. Homes were left devastated by the downpours, with living rooms knee-deep in floodwaters. Nashville's mayor says in 48 hours, the city received more than seven inches of rain. That's CBS News meteorologist Jeff Berardelli. Top members of the Trump pandemic team are sharply critical of the former administration's response to the crisis. Dr. Deborah Burks, the former coronavirus response coordinator, tells CNN the administration didn't act aggressively enough and hundreds of thousands of Americans may have died needlessly. There were about 100,000 deaths that came from that original surge. All of the rest of them, in my mind, 
could have been mitigated or decreased substantially. Dr. Robert Redfield, the former CDC director, accused Mr. Trump's health secretary, Alex Azar, and others on his team of pressuring him to revise scientific reports. New information is emerging from an international study into the origins of the coronavirus. The report, produced jointly by the WHO and China, says the coronavirus likely migrated from bats to humans via some other species. And it calls the theory that the virus escaped from a Wuhan lab extremely unlikely. But this White House seems to share some of the same skepticism held by the last one. Top Biden administration officials already expressing concern that the Chinese government may have influenced the report. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. In Myanmar protesters back on the streets today after more than 100 civilians were killed by security forces over the weekend. New aerial attacks targeting an ethnic minority have forced hundreds of people to cross over the border into Thailand. President Biden expresses optimism that a gun control bill can pass in the U.S. Senate. He was a senator in 1994 when an assault weapons ban was approved. I'm the only one that's ever gotten passed, man. Everybody keeps wondering whether I'm cared about Dealing with rational gun control. The only gun control legislation ever passed is mine. It's going to happen again. That measure expired in 2005. He's pushing for it again after two deadly mass shootings this month. Five people were killed. One is in serious condition after a helicopter crash over the weekend in Alaska's remote backcountry. The group was part of a skiing trip and included billionaire investor Peter Kellner of the Czech Republic, one of the richest men in the world. Ballots are due today for thousands of workers at an Amazon warehouse in Bessemer, Alabama, outside Birmingham. They could become the first members of the company's giant U.S. workforce to unionize. Linda Burns works there and says things have to change. Amazon is a big plant, big, about the size of a football field. They want us to go to the bathroom and come back to the machine in five minutes. No way. No way. It's going to take you five minutes to get to the bathroom. Scholastic has pulled a book by the author of the Captain Underpants Kids series, saying it perpetuates passive racism. It's the adventures of Ook and Gluk, kung fu cavemen of the future. Author Dave Pilkey says it was an attempt to showcase diversity in 2010, but he's apologized and says he fully supports halting distribution. Buzzer beater in the NCAA basketball tournament. Get it in. Yep. Quinterly. Pass it off. Reese. Overtime. Alabama hit it to force overtime against UCLA on TBS, but the Bruins dominated in the OT to knock out a number two seed and advance to the Elite Eight. So did Gonzaga, USC, and Michigan. Top seeds Stanford and South Carolina pushed through in the women's tournament. For the third straight Summer Olympic Games, no American men's soccer team. The U.S. lost a qualifier yesterday to Honduras 2-1. A New York company that offered up Jesus sneakers has teamed up with a rapper for something completely different. Mischief has a new collaboration with Lil Nas X called Satan Shoes. It's releasing 666 pair of all-black Nike Air Max 97s with real blood in the air bubble lining the soles. They go on sale today for $1,018. Mr. Founder says staffers donated the blood. Each shoe has one drop. The rest is red ink. In a statement, Nike says it has no relationship with Lil Nas X or Mischief and doesn't endorse the kicks, which are a tie-in with the rapper's new music video, Montero. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
China's calling for a boycott of H&M, a vocal critic amid allegations of worker abuse. Beijing pressuring foreign shoe and clothing brands to reject abuse claims. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.